Welcome to the Follow Me Podcast. I'm Allie Grant, the founder of Be Social. Each week, we're inviting influencers, entrepreneurs, and the digitally savvy to share their social media story. We're going to break down how they've grown a business through their social footprint. Join us by following along on their journey. Hey guys, welcome to the Follow Me Podcast. I'm Allie. Welcome to 2020. I can't believe we're even saying that. Um, I'm really excited for a really great year and I hope all of you have a great year too. I'm just going to jump into it. So today's guest is Jackie Schimmel from the Bitch Bible. Um, She is such an OG in the podcast space, really excited to tap her brain and kind of talk through how she's created such a large digital community um, by being herself and being super authentic and real. So let's get into it. Jackie Schimmel is a writer-producer and the host of top podcast, The Bitch Bible, featured in Allure, Cosmo, People, The Huffington Post, and Entertainment Weekly. Let's do this. All right. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you. So we start every podcast the same. We ask you, what was your first Instagram post? (laughs) Well, it's a funny story because my Instagram was deleted last night. Uh, So I'm not entirely sure what my last Instagram (laughs) was. I can't even see it now either. So Actually, you know what? I remember what it was. It was a picture of me and Stassi Schroeder from her engagement party. Okay. In one of those, what is it called? The photo booth that like blows you the fuck out? Oh, like the Kardashian one. The mirror, 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 mirror. I mean, I'm normally like very anti all that shit because I'm uh, like, oh, please. Yeah. But when I saw myself in the photo with, I was like, you are gorgeous and you're a model. So I posted it. Yeah. Like it's an literally, it's like it's an auto face tune. Like, it's an it's auto. Gorgeous. I was like, oh my God, do I look like that? And I'm like, no, you do not. Every event, every wedding needs that booth. Oh, it's so deceptive though. It's Yeah, no, that is true. So that wasn't that long ago then, right? Oh no, this is all very, very fresh. Yeah. So when, like what year was your first Instagram post? Oh, my first Instagram. I thought you meant my last one. Did oh. I say last? No, that was me. I was I, I'm a bad <laughs> listener. Sorry. Uh, my first Instagram. Oh, I know what it is. It was a photo. So so embarrassing. Heavy on the Mayfair filter. Also of oh, me. Always. Always yeah. like grainy Valencia, and gross. Et cetera. Yes. Um. I think it was just like a picture of me and my husband at a steakhouse. Okay. Not great. And what year was this? Um. God. I mean, I was late to the Instagram game. So yeah. probably like two thousand and. 13? Oh, yeah, you were late. Because I think it was like 2011, 2012 is where we see most people. No, I was definitely late. I was holding on to my BlackBerry for dear life. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't need an iPhone. Like, Did what? Instagram not work on a BlackBerry? Um, not mine. <laughs> oh, interesting. I had Bubble Breaker. It was great. Oh, my God. But yeah, That's so funny. late to the party. So what were you doing in that year? What were you doing for like work and money and life? Um, I think, well, I worked at Chelsea lately. Oh, cool. I didn't know for, that. Yeah, for like two years. I was a PA and then okay. I, you know, I did a lot of Costco runs. I did a lot of dishes. I picked yeah. a lot of dog feces. It was all very glamorous. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, good stuff. And then I moved to, she did a show called After Lately, um, right. which was amazing and so funny. And uh, I worked on that show. I worked on a bunch of different pilots for her. And then uh, the pilots didn't get picked up. So mm-hmm. I got a job as a receptionist at an investment bank. Oh my God, what a shift. <laughs> Were you just like, I need money. So I'm just going to take whatever I can. It seemed so, so cush. Yeah. I lied about graduating college. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So like, you can do that in an interview. Oh, fuck fine. yeah. Okay. I was like, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Try me. Um, 
And it came with great benefits, and the okay. hours were great, and the office was very glamorous. Uh-huh. And basically, all I had to do was like pick up the phone once every four hours, and no. like, maybe bring somebody a water. No, yeah. So it was what were amazing. you doing like all day then? Just like shopping? And well, <laughs> honestly, like at the beginning, I was having the best time of my life. I'm yeah. like, you know, set the bar low. No dreams, no aspirations. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting water, and I'm picking up the phone, and I'm having the time of my life. And I would watch. Hours of Real Housewives. No. Hours. It was a dream job. It was incredible. <laughs> I want this job. And they would not fire me. Like, they would try to give me really, like, menial, trivial tasks. No. And I was like, um, I'm kind of busy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have someone's water to go and get. They would not fire me. It was unbelievable. And then after, I worked there for, like, almost three years. And mm-hmm. after a year... I started getting really, really, really bored. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, you know, <laughs> after a year of rewatching old vintage housewife marathons. So I have always loved writing. It was mm-hmm. kind of the only thing I've ever been great at. Yeah. So I started writing scathing housewife recaps mm. and like just really brutal, really funny, if I do say so myself, <laughs> um, housewives recaps. Yeah. And I ended up selling one of them to like Allure magazine. Okay. And from there, it just kind of picked up a little traction. Like Andy Cohen found it and okay. tweeted about it. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, maybe I should start a blog. Yeah. So I started posting them. I like figured out how to build a website yeah. off YouTube. Was it like a WordPress website? Or? It was a very busted WordPress okay. website. And what was it called then? It was called, uh, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. And I, like, wish I didn't have to say it, but I'm not going to lie to you. It was called hotmess.com. Oh, okay. Perfect. And ugh, I changed it, like, within two months. Because okay. I was like, that is so embarrassing. Yeah. And then it was the Bitch Bible. Okay. Cool. And, um... Yeah, I just was posting all these housewife recaps uh-huh. and for it, every housewife, or was there like a particular like one, like New York or whatever you like? All of them, all of them. Yeah, okay. like all Bravo shows. Okay, and uh, Andy Cohen found it, and the people at Watch What Happens Live found it. Uh huh. And flew me to New York. Uh huh. And booked me as a bartender on the show. Oh my gosh! And I lied and to my office. Yeah, and said that I had um food poisoning from Bristol Farms Poke Bowl. Like, I'm the worst liar Well, also. when it's, like, super specific <laughs> like that, that's when you know it's just not, well, it's here's not real. how you know that I'm a raging moron is, first I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm really not feeling well. I had this salmon pokey from Bristol Farms, and, like, I'm just so sick and blah, blah, blah. Then I went on live television in New York. Like, what? Did anyone catch you? Yes. Like the HR director's like, bitch, I see you on TV. <laughs> You're like in a jumpsuit with like a strip lash. And meanwhile, I was like, never having salmon pokey again. Be careful, oh guys. My like, God. what a mo-. And I was just committed to the food poisoning line. Yeah, that's so funny. That's yeah. such like a side hustle story. You know, it's like you have this full time job and then you're trying to figure out your thing on the side. I, I like use the term like job it. loosely. Like, I literally was a water girl, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> so you were at the investment bank firm Mm -hmm. while you were doing all this. Oh yeah. Like for a year while I was building it, I was, everyone worked New York time Uh in the office. So from one o'clock to 6 PM, it was like Jackie time. Yeah. Which is so nice. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. At what point did you realize like, Hey, this is a real thing. I should probably quit my job. And were you scared? (laughs) Um, well, 
Unfortunately, after I lied and then went on national television in yeah. New York, yeah. they pulled me into the conference room. Uh-huh. They found, basically, they went through my computer and saw that I was fully operating like a side business Oh, on, no, they did not. Of course they did. <gasps> so they asked me to delete it. They said, you can stay here, but you have to either make it anonymous. Okay. Um, so your name can't be attached to anything. Okay. Like, Is that because they didn't want that associated with their investment with their, firm? Yes. Okay. So they asked me to take my pictures down, take my name off of it, yeah. give it a break, or just delete it entirely if I wanted to keep my job. And I was like, how dare you. (laughs) You're like, no way. So I said, I'm like, I'm not taking my name off of it. Yeah. And they were like, well, we're not firing you, but you can no longer work here if you have this operation on the side. Okay. So I technically had to quit. Yeah. And then what was like that first day of you on your own? Was that scary? Yeah, it was. I mean, what an idiot. Like I wasn't making any money from it at yeah. all. Oh, you weren't at that point. Zero. Where you were just flying to New Was like anyone paying for that for you to get there and yeah. like do stuff like that? Okay. So the production company that does Watch What Happens Live, yeah. um, when I went to New York, they were like, we were starting a digital department. Yeah. And how would you feel about hosting a podcast? Yeah. So that was a meeting that I had had while I was a receptionist at an investment bank, but it wasn't, you know, once I got fired, essentially, um, I reached back out to them. I'm like, yes, I'm available to do a podcast now. Okay, cool. So, um, I mean, I was getting paid nothing. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing. Were you making money on the advertisements that were on the podcast or were there any at that point? No, I had no advertisers for years. I, you like people don't understand. I didn't come from, I wasn't a blogger really. I mean, I had like, I I wasn't a blogger. I wasn't like a known writer. I wasn't an Instagram model. I wasn't a wellness expert. I didn't have anything. My platform has always been my podcast, um, which thank God now, especially that I'm deleted from Instagram and all these other things. Um, so I don't have any, I never had a pre-existing platform unless you consider being the receptionist at an investment (laughs) bank, a real hoot at the holiday parties. Uh, there was no real audience at all. So it took years to build. Yeah. And then what was your first like paid gig for all of this? Um, you know, I entered the podcast game at an amazing time, like five years ago, over five years ago. Well, I feel like now everyone's like, I want a podcast. I know. And everyone's like, what would you tell people who want to start a podcast? And you know what I say? Don't do it. Don't. Yeah. It's late. I think it's late, huh? It's late to the party. Yeah. Um, I got in at the perfect time. There wasn't a lot of females saying what I was saying. Yeah. And what was podcasting five years ago? Like, I don't even know. There was like 10. Like, yeah. there was not... I mean, Crime stuff, more yeah. like sports things. Joe Rogan. Yeah, okay. Um, Barstool. Dr. Drew. Okay. Adam Carolla. But, like, not a lot of females just, okay. like, shooting the shit. Okay. With nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it took, like... I got my first ad, like, two years in. Okay. And it was for pennies. It was nothing. And was that for an ad read on your podcast or for your social? Okay. No, for, for the podcast. And I think I got paid, I mean, it's so awful, but I think it was like $350 for an ad. And how many downloads were you having at that point? 
Honestly, I don't really know. Yeah. I'm um, sure it was a steal for whoever that advertiser was at the time. Yeah. And I had no concept of numbers and what was great and what yeah. was not great and yeah. what ads. I thought $350 for an ad was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm <laughs> rich. You know, like I had no yeah. idea. I was like, oh my God, I could make like a thousand dollars a week. On a podcast, and I thought that was killing the game. That's so funny. And for a while, I thought that's what it was until I made other female friends in podcasting, and they started like telling me what they were making. Right. And I was like, shit, but I have more listeners than them, and why do I have $4? Yeah. Were you like self-running and producing the podcast at this point, or were you? did you have help? No, I got lucky in the sense that I had a major product, a television production company doing my podcast. So Watch I, what happens. Yeah, yeah okay. it was Embassy Row as the production oh, company. Oh, but you're not with them anymore. No. Okay. I okay. had to leave. Okay. They weren't, you know. Okay, got it. Rates were a little low for me. Okay. Um, but, and I still love all of them, but they're a yeah. television production company. And I yeah. think like I was the guinea pig for the podcast world for them. Yeah. And, um... I got lucky in the sense that I didn't even know what a podcast was when I started. Right. So when I did start, I had a studio. Mm -hmm. I had a talent booker in-house. I had a producer. Yeah. I had everything at my... And they were the ones selling in the $300 ads basically at that point? Yeah. They partnered up with some ad agency that severely undersold whatever was going on. And I didn't know. I didn't know numbers. I didn't know downloads. I was just like, cool. Yeah. I'm making 350 bucks. Yeah. So when did you make the shift to, you're with Dear Media now? Yes. Okay. I met Michael Bostic and Lauren Everts uh, kind of at the beginning of when I started podcasting. She listened to my podcast and she reached out to me on Twitter mm-hmm. multiple times. And I'm like, who is this bitch? Like, what's <laughs> going on? Like, I'm, no. Yeah. And then finally I met with her and realized she had this major blog and empire Mm -hmm. and everything. I met Michael and he was picking my brain about podcasting. And, um, I just had kind of run out with Embassy Row. Like I I think they wanted me to be on television Mm -hmm. more than they invested in my podcast. Okay. And I didn't want to do television. Yeah. Which is like hard for people to believe because I think that's you like, never want to. Uh, I would now, yeah. But then, like, I had such little interest, and I would only do television if I had full control and it was right. Like, I'm not dying to be on television. I don't yeah. have that chip in me. Yeah. If it paid me, and I had control. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. was great. Then yeah. I would do it. Okay, got it. But back then, I was like, no. Yeah. Hard, hard pass. Let me talk shit behind a mic like a coward. <laughs> behind back here, yeah. Behind. So I, once I started figuring out numbers and the possibility Mm -hmm. of like real money, and then I kind of figured out, huh, I've got a lot of fucking listeners. Yeah. And I'm like not being compensated. Yeah. What I should be compensating. I called up the president of the company and was like, you got to let me go. Yeah. And they let me go. No questions asked. And are you happy with your media now and what you're making and yes okay yes like so happy and like can't even believe like and every week I'm like I'm gonna get fired there's this (laughs) the bottom's gonna fall out (laughs) are you how many ads do you do per podcast now 
So we've started to scale it back because at the beginning, I was like so excited by yeah. the numbers that I was like, fuck yeah, pack them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just being totally honest. And people yeah. started complaining. I'm like, you know what? Bitch has shoes to buy. Yeah. So you're just going <laughs> to skip through it and call me back. Yeah. But now I have... Uh, I think that I'm in a place where I can be more selective and I would like to not do more than three ads an episode. Okay. And do you get like control over which brands those are? hundred percent control. Okay. So it's like, I, this is something I like and I'm actually talking about it because I care about it. 100%. Like I have said no and I've had to say no, especially when I really needed the money to ads. And I'm like, this is a joke. Like people aren't going to take me seriously. And that's, it's a hard decision to make, but ultimately, you know, you have to be mindful of what companies you partner with because you want credibility and you want people to believe right. you when you endorse a product. And if yeah. you just are desperate and need a paycheck and you're endorsing, you know, like mm-hmm. some Vagisil cream that you don't <laughs> fucking need, then nobody's... Or you do need, but yeah. Or do, by the way. <laughs> Listen, if it gets to that point, Vagisil hit me up. Yeah. I'll do an ad for you. But... Um, yeah, you have to be selective. It's yeah. like a long game. And I learned that from Michael Bostick. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah. So you, obviously your podcast is your biggest platform, but you yeah. also have an Instagram that was recently Had. deleted. <laughs> um, tell us about your love affair with Instagram or lack thereof and what keeps happening to you. <laughs> you know, I have been very vocal about my disdain for Instagram, mm-hmm. which probably hasn't helped me yeah, in like, the past month. Blocking her. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like a slippery slope. I think it's a great tool to promote other businesses. I've never been someone that sees the value in like fully investing in an Instagram business model. I think it's semi-embarrassing. I think it has a shelf life. And I always say like thoughts, T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S over Mm -hmm. thoughts. Got it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, yeah. you got to have something to fucking say at the mm-hmm, end of the day mm-hmm. if you want to have longevity. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I mean, I always say that to the talent we represent. Just, like, diversify your portfolio. Like, Instagram's not something you own. Like, get a podcast. Get a blog. Build a product. Like Have something have else. Have something else. Yeah. And have something to say. I mean, I think it's great to go on and put your bikini on and, like, yeah. you know, live, laugh, love the fuck out of a news feed. <laughs> But I'm bored with it. Yeah. And yeah. talk about oversaturated. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Right. And it fucks with your head. I know. I've gone through, like, major unfollowing mode because it's just, like, the anxiety it gives me and, like, the com- like competitive game I play in my head. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't. And, like, just that f- needing to be validated by strangers is such a weird... It is such a weird thing, huh? I'm just thinking about that night, like, right now. Wow. Yeah, like all the hearts and oh my god, did this get this got more likes than this likes? Do you think it's because I'm smiling in this one and I'm not like, oh yeah, what the fuck are you saying? Like yeah. it's crazy. If you take a step back and think about it, kind of is just like, oi. And I've had to think about it quite a few times <laughs> in the past month, and like honestly, it's annoying for me because I don't because it's a promotion tool. Yeah, to and, promote your podcast. Yes. Yeah, and also like. I'm a weirdo. I, since I was a kid, I like making like weird movies and I like putting music to weird things. Like, yeah. it's not like I need people to tell me I'm funny and pretty. Right. You know, I have a husband for that. <laughs> but like, 
it's a lot of like, I wish I like my ex-boyfriends to see what vacations I'm on. And now they can't <laughs> see that anymore. It's not about the strangers. It's about people I fucking the know. The real people that you need to like make jealous. Yeah. yeah and they're not going to, the, the ego will not let them follow the So your Bible. Instagram got, do you just like wake up and then you can't log in? Like, how does that even happen? Well, now I'm an expert because it's happened three times to me. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. Basically you go to your Instagram app, uh-huh. you try to log in because you're like, huh, why am I logged out? And yeah. then it says your profile has been disabled for violating uh, community guidelines. And how long does that last? Forever or? it kind of, You can appeal it. I've appealed this last one like five times. How long have you not had your Instagram? Um, this, this go around, it's only been about 36 hours. Oh, okay. But it's I went long two 36 weeks. Hours. Two weeks? Yeah. And they finally are like, here you go. I mean, I had to make like a lot of desperado phone calls to people. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought they would like take down that piece of content or whatever you posted. I didn't realize they would like actually just shut down your Instagram. I mean, I was being the first time um, a couple weeks ago, I was being reported like crazy. I was getting so many notifications like this violates our policy guidelines. This violates, do you need help? Like call a support <laughs> group. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like what is happening? There has to be like way worse things on Instagram than what you're doing. The, I'm shocked. Oh, our Kelly has an Instagram. Yeah, right. So <laughs> I'm just like wondering why I can't post pictures of my dog and then like photos of me and calling myself a dick magnet. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird. So is it, it's people on Instagram that are reporting you, essentially. I kind of think it's a robot algorithm flagging thing, and I okay. think I have a flagged profile yeah, now. Yeah, you're, you're up high on that list. <laughs> I'm like very high on that list. So I didn't get any notifications this time. Oh. It was just, you're done. You're done. Yeah. This could be it for you. I think it it could be. Would you just start like a new account or use your Bitch Bible account? I'll use Bitch Bible. Honestly, like I'm so irritated with the company and the way that they're handling yeah. this and like the lack of response and the lack of like human power over at the company that like I'm not going to cowtail. Like if it, it's insane. Yeah. How many followers do, did you have? Well, before my first go, <laughs> um, I had 96,000 uh-huh. and then they docked me. Oh. So people just started getting blocked and I was getting all these messages like, why did you block me? I love your podcast. Da, oh, da, da. weird. So I got docked like 8,000. Okay. And then shadow banned, which people say is not a real thing, but um, it and is And that's a real when thing. people don't see your content? You just get pushed to the very bottom of everything and okay. you're unsearchable. What? Yes. And they did this to you? Yes. And anyone from Instagram who says that that's not real, uh-huh. that they're lying because it's 100% true. I have gone on 85 phones, 1,000%. Like you can't even find you. No, like you it. type in Jackie Schimmel and it doesn't come up. They really don't like you. They really don't like me. And they should because I am relentless and I will continue to talk about this yeah. for a very long time. That is so annoying. Well, I hope you get it back. Me too. So you can promote the podcast. Me too. Right? Yeah. So what's next for you? Like getting your Instagram back, obviously. I mean, that's like so well on the tone of <laughs> I don't really give a shit. If they're yeah. going to give it back to me, whatever. If they're not, fuck off. Yeah. Um, I am doing, I'm going to do live shows next, which will be really awesome. So do you have like a touring partner? How does something like that get put together? We do. We have a touring partner and we're doing test shows. We're going to go to four different cities. Okay. How big are the venues going to be? You know, at the beginning we talked about doing venues that are like 1,500 people. (gasps) 
And right. I was like, you know, like maybe for the test shows, we yeah. just like scale it back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think there'll be like 500 person okay. venues. Okay, that's good. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. Pressure's still on. You know, I'd rather, yeah, it's, I'm pretty good like that. Like yeah. Those, that doesn't freak me out. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that and uh, just keep on trucking. Yeah. Do you have product or anything that you're working on or have? Or? Yeah. We're doing some merch stuff that's okay. like not finalized yet, but okay. like I have a very lax approach to, uh, my career and I like <laughs> I'm using that term loosely. Yeah. This is a hundred percent a career. This is so, I mean, think about all the people who want to do what you're doing. No, it's awesome. But like, you know, I like to travel with my husband. Yeah. I like what does to, your husband do? Is he in the industry? He's a music producer. Oh, okay. So kind of ish. Kind of ish, but yeah. like totally different. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, I, I try to keep like a really nice balance yeah. of enjoying my life and having like a project that I'm working on, but also being able to like go with him and enjoy my life. Yeah. I you like know? that. I like yeah. That. I think it's important. It's, it's my speed. Yeah. So good work-life balance, you would say? Yeah. I mean, I barely work. <laughs> <laughs> like you record your podcast once a week and that's kind of like it or? Yeah. Kinda. Your tour will be hectic. Oh, that I'm tour gonna. Life is like really, really stressful. I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah. Because I've gotten into like a rhythm. <laughs> oh, your rhythm is gone. So and like I'm a random la- hotels and. <sighs> yeah, I'm a lazy person. Oh, so I respect that. You know, it's not great to say, but like, I don't want to like give the impression that I'm like busting my balls. <laughs> so if you are a lazy person, how do you feel like you got so successful in this? I got lucky. I got in at the right time. Yeah, timing. I presented like a niche product. Yeah. And I've been very honest and transparent through the entire process. And I think people like really can attach to it mm-hmm. and gravitate towards it and feel territorial over it almost and spread it. And it's yeah. been very word of mouth organic and great. Yeah. So what about someone who wants to start a podcast? (laughs) What do you tell them? Don't do it, right? I mean, if I'm being like myself, I would say don't because it's done. The ship has sailed. Well, I think the intention is more important. If you're trying to start a podcast that's going to make you a lot of money, I think it's going to be very, very, very difficult to do that. And I would hate to like, you know, reach for the stars, never give up. I don't live like that. So I think, you know, if if the universe isn't responding to you, maybe you pivot. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if you want to just have a portal to speak your mind, then go for it. But with the intention of like really breaking through and making, you know, substantial money, I think that's kind of. I think you got to get ahead of the next right. curve. I feel like is. if someone's doing something for just the purpose of money, it's not the best anyway. So start small and see what they can do with I it. I mean, I definitely just wanted money. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like that about you. And even now, like really, really yeah. money driven. <laughs> I'm Jewish. What do you want from me? Um, okay. Well, we're going to get into rapid fire questions now. So what would you tell your 20 year old self? Um, don't listen to anybody else's advice. Okay. How old are you now? Can I ask that? 29. Oh, so you're still a 20-year-old self. Yeah. Okay. Um, dream podcast guest. Howard Stern. Oh, have you tried? No. He does he hates podcasts. He's Doesn't not he gonna, have a podcast? No. He's radio very, show. He has a radio show, like okay. the biggest ever, but he is not. He's very anti-podcaster. Got it. Um Favorite trend you've participated in? Oh, um, I like 
anything sparkly or metallic okay. or like anything shiny. Okay. Forever and always. I mean, look, I'm like Elton John over yeah, here. Yeah, what are those? These are Gucci. Those the- are, so- oh my gosh, I need those. You have to get them. Those are so cute. Sparkly shit. Yeah. That's my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the worst advice you've ever received? Uh, um, never give up. Okay. <laughs> so just like give up. Basically. Like I think at a certain point, like <laughs> ego has to like go yeah. to the wayside. No, sometimes you do need to just give up. And sometimes you do need to give up and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. And just like, just pivot. Yeah. I like that. Favorite Real Housewives show <gasps> oh my god that's so hard but not hard at all real housewives in new york i don't watch that one. Oh, i don't even really watch all of them i watch of them. all of them but new york is unbelievable it's the best show i've ever seen <laughs> hands down <laughs> hands down <laughs> favorite item in your closet other than those glasses um my favorite item in my closet i have ooh I have so much good shit. I love my clothes. Um, I have, wow, I like hate everything I own. No, I like love with a burning passion everything I have. I don't what? wear it all, but like I love everything. Oh my gosh. Um, my favorite thing is probably these, probably a pair of shoes that I have, like some crystal, like fully crystal, like Mary Jane pretty shoes. Wow, I can't even really picture that, but sounds fun. They're very pretty. Um, who were your idols growing up? Um, hmm. Uh, my grandma, Gloria. Oh. Yeah. She's still alive. Cool. Okay, good. <laughs> Shout out, girl. Yeah. Hi, Gloria. <laughs> um, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, in five years, I see myself, I would like to eventually, like, do more writing. I think that's, like, my next step. I okay. would like to, like, I mean, hopefully I will have popped a child out by then because I'd like to get it over with. Yeah. And um, kind of doing the same thing that I'm doing now. Hopefully just bigger and better and all of the things. Cool. Hopefully well, hope- still married. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> hope <kidding>. that. <laughs> still making money. Still making money. Um, well, this was great. Thank you. You're so fun. Where can people follow you? Not on Instagram. <laughs> well, you can't follow me on Instagram, but you know what? Like maybe by the time this comes out, yeah. I'll be back. Okay. So check Jackie Schimmel. Perfect. Let's see if she's back. Okay. And if not, then you can go to Bitch Bible at Bitch Bible and then follow my podcast, The Bitch Bible. And you can listen to it anywhere. Oh, yay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.